I just want to pray really quickly. Pray with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I feel your presence in this place today, Lord. And I just thank you, Father God, for your will. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the Holy Spirit that is hovering over this place today. Lord, speak through me to your people. Lord, I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's good to be here. Um, we are the New Life for Women Farm Program. We originate from New Life Covenant Church and the Chicago Dream Center. The Chicago Dream Center is a 501c3 non-for-profit organization birthed out of New Life Covenant Church in Chicago. Our farm program is not government funded. We operate solely on donations. Back in 2002, God gave our senior pastor, Wilfredo de Jesus, a dream of a farm. A farm to help hurting and lost women regain their lives through Christ Jesus. A safe haven away from the hustle and the bustle and the temptations of the city. A spacious place of rest and restoration as it talks about in Psalm 18. Our mission and our goal is to reach, rescue, and restore women whose lives are controlled by domestic violence, drug and alcohol addictions, prostitution, homelessness, and other life-controlling issues. We have a 12-month faith-based Christian recovery slash discipleship program. We can house 10 to 12 women at a time. Our program is 100% free of charge as God supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Over 700 women have come through our doors since 2002 with a graduation rate of 78%. The women at our, who live at our farm eat, sleep, and drink Jesus literally. <laughs> Amen. In order to come into our farm, they have to be willing to give up their lives as they know it and learn a new way of life in Christ Jesus. They learn how to pick up their cross and carry it through training and discipline and most of all, love. This is not easy to do. But the Bible teaches us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And these women exemplify this every day when they choose to walk with Jesus and not the desires of their flesh. We are strictly Bible-based and many women's lives have been transformed by the basic teachings that Jesus taught his disciples when he walked this earth. 
He taught of bondages being broken. He showed us how lives are set free by the power of his word and his direction. He taught us that our fight is not against flesh and blood, but rulers and spiritual wickedness in high places. He taught that there is no adversity or rejection or sin that cannot be overcome by the power of love. I am talking about that love that covers a multitude of sins. The love that covers a multitude of sins that is talked about in Proverbs 10, 12, and then again in 1 Peter 4 and 8. And our women come in our farm with a multitude of sins weighing them down. A multitude of hurts. A multitude of deep wounds that stem from being raised in a world of sin and in a world of sinners. They are then judged by sinners who are suffering the very same affliction of being raised in a world of sin and sinners. The Bible speaks of this in Mark 9.34, saying you were born into, a, in, into utter sin and yet you teach. This mindset leaves us all with a God-sized hole filled with feeling unworthy, unloved, and unwanted. Jesus came to abolish this broken way, this broken world, with his broken body. He teaches that if we are broken for his name's sake, we will also be resurrected with him. And I believe, I believe, in fact, I know that this resurrection power doesn't only happen when you die. In just a few short years of being at this farm, I have win witnessed broken, even my own, broken lives, even my own. And sometimes to the human eye, these lives are broken beyond repair. But I have also witnessed lives resurrected by the healing power of Jesus Christ. I've witnessed families restored, confidences rebuilt, kingdoms of self torn down, and then kingdoms of righteousness erected in its place. Hallelujah. I've witnessed beauty for ashes. on this farm is enabled only by the spoken word of God. By the obedience to his word. And by the love that is poured out daily in an overflow of perseverance and patience as these ladies wait and trust in the promises of God to come to pass in their lives. The same promises are then written in the same promises that are written in the scriptures are then written on their hearts. 
as they walk it out. And they wait it out. And per usual, he will show up and then he will show off. Hallelujah. And like the song goes, he has never, ever, ever failed us yet. Never, not once. We are the new life for women farm. the new life for women farm. Take a good look. We are your daughters, your granddaughters, your wives, and your mothers, all searching for the very thing that you are searching for, redemption. And we have found it in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So not only do we sing of the goodness of God, because we love him so much, we learn of the relationship, that it's not about religion. It's about a pure relationship, the epitome of a relationship. The walk with Adam in the garden, the conversation that they shared, the feelings that was shared with the Lord. The expression of our emotions is what we were created for, to share them with Him. And that's what we learn to do at the farm. We learn that we are not run by our emotions. Our emotions do not run us. The Lord gave us dominion over all things on earth and over this flesh and over this mind and over this body. Our emotions don't tell us what to do. We tell it what to do. We tell this flesh what to do. Hallelujah. And God gave us that gift freely. He gave us that by free will. And therein lies your freedom. In the the will to choose. This day, who you will serve. And so we choose to serve Jesus every single day. Every minute of the day. And through that, we are resurrected. And so not only do we sing of the goodness of God, we also bear witness in Jesus' name. And so with that, I will have two of our ladies bear witness, because we are living witnesses that Jesus Christ lived and died and is resurrected, and there is power in the name of Jesus. Amen.
but I didn't think I was worthy enough. I still didn't good enough for God to love me like that. I was married and divorced twice by the time I was 25 and started a life of drugs and partying and running as hard as I could from everything I knew and loved because I just couldn't seem to get things right in life. So I spent the last 23 years in some form of addiction and pain to the point of going into or ending up in a detox center five times in 13 months. My family finally stepped in with the help of the former director of the Chicago Drug Center. And they did an intervention on me just like you see on TV. In a back room of one of the big Assembly of God churches back home in Memphis, Tennessee, I agreed to come here to the farm, and God has changed my life drastically. He's restoring my health, renewing my mind, along with the restoration of my kids and my family. I am so grateful for what the farm does to help ladies get their whole lives back together. I'm so excited to see what else God has in store for me from here on. In those 23 years of destruction, I can now see God's miraculous hand at work in my life. Without a doubt, God stepped in covered me, and rescued me from the hands of the enemy. It says in Genesis 50, 20, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present outcome, that many people would be kept alive as they are this day. So please know this from my story, that God not only can do this for you, He will do this for you too. God is so good, and I'm so grateful to now have this relationship with him. This is a total relationship. Good morning. Hello, my name is Laura Lumos Castro. I like to introduce myself by my name because there's a name my parents took from me when I was born, and also God knows my name. For the last few years, my real identity was stolen by the devil. I got called. I got called all kind of names, but never my real name. So I just got used to it. I grew up in Mexico. My parents brought me here to USA when I was 13 years old. I had a wonderful childhood. Even though we were poor, we always had food in our table. My parents, no matter what, no matter what, they always provide for us. I started making my own money when I was 12 in Mexico. And then I came here. I grew up with religion. I never thought I could have a relationship with God. When I was a teenager in high school, I started hanging out with the wrong crew. Growing up, I just got used to be loved by everyone around me, always to everyone's high expectations, never God's. 
I was just so used to being me, learning my own understanding. I thought I was worth, worth the name brand I was wearing. I got pregnant when I was 16 years old. I gave birth to a beautiful girl named Genesis. I call my daughter Genesis, not knowing her, her real um, definition of her name. I call her because I sound scared in Spanish and English. <laughs> but because I, then I found out her real name in the, in the beginning. God showed up in the moment. Because having my baby stopped me from trouble. But at the age of 15 and going forward, I started drinking and smoking pot. I was in a relationship with a gang member. And after Genesis, I had two beautiful boys, Jordan and Ethan. I became just obsessed with my kid's dad. I went through a lot with him. Then I opened the door for more drugs and more drugs, always trying to keep up with a double life, the street life and the normal life. Next thing you know, I just couldn't keep up anymore. My addiction for alcohol and cocaine took over me. I couldn't keep a job anymore. I was putting my mom and my family through a lot. My kids didn't want to get near me. It hurt me because I would smell like alcohol all the time. My mom always, always used to tell me there was a God. I didn't believe it. I thought God was not for me. I was ashamed of myself. She put up with me and prayed over me so many times. And I didn't believe in prayer. I remember where it was last few years, last year how sick I was, the damage I did to my body. I am 29 years old, and I'm about, I was 29 years old last year, and I almost got a heart open surgery because all the damage I did to my, my heart. I was lacking potassium. I found out about, and then I found out about the farm. My mentor, Madeline, and in Chicago, where I was doing my GY classes. I decided to come to the farm, and then I remember how hurt I was this year. I remember I didn't believe in prayer. It was just like, no, this not for me. I couldn't do it on my own anymore. I was so sick and tired of hurting everybody around me, especially my family, and God answered my prayer. I started praying for myself. Because I couldn't do anymore, so I started praying for myself, and he answered. He did answer all my prayers. How, how are you gonna tell me that just taking vitamins at the farm, my heart got healed? I did end up having a heart open surgery. <laughs> or I didn't end up in jail. Now I pray for myself all the time and for others. <laughs> Even for forgiveness for the people that I hurt. It's just God is so good. My my father, I call it my heavenly father. Now I see my kids smile and they smile all the time. And they say they love. I couldn't do it on my own. But God reached out I had it I couldn't do it on my own. And today is my son's birthday. <laughs>
to rest my son's birthday early. He had to see me sober early in his life. So praise the Lord. you all have witnessed beauty for ashes. You can never say you haven't seen it. The Bible is real. The Word of God is real. He came to mend the broken heart. Broken heart, the lost soul, the empty heart. Everybody has a story in this room. Every single one of us. It may not be drugs. It may not be alcohol. It could be food. It could be work. It could be whatever. And I encourage each and every one of you. I encourage each and every one of you to seek the Lord. He heals. There's a spiritual warfare going on here that nobody even really understands outside of the kingdom. The Bible says our people perish, his people perish for a lack of knowledge. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. He heals, he loves, he saves, and he never, ever will leave you or forsake you. Amen. Wow, what a day. I don't know if you realize this, but you were invited to a victory rally today. This was a day of declaration. This was a day of rejoicing. This was a day of putting our life in perspective, reminding us that God is still on the throne and that he's still changing lives and he still has a people that he's called us to reach and to minister and to serve. That does not stop. That does not end. There's no need to vote on that. We already know what we are called to do. We have to work together. We have to love together. We have to serve together. And I'm so grateful to be a part of a church that has been serving. Many of you know about Advent Conspiracy here at the church. I'm learning all about it. And I'm excited to be a part of this church. I think there's a lot of reasons why this church has been blessed. But one of them is because each December, you... You take back the true meaning of Christmas. You take back what Christmas is all about. And it's not about the decorations. It's not about presents. It's not about shopping. It's not even about eating. It's about Jesus Christ and celebrating his birth that he came from heaven to earth to save us sinners, to set us free, to love us, to give us new life. And we're so thankful today. Uh, Pastor Mark, can you bring this poster up? So I wanted to announce, and thank you for letting us go just a little bit longer today. I appreciate that the women here have blessed us. This is the church I was a part of. I came from New Life Covenant Church, and I've been to the farm several times to be out a part of this ministry. So when I came here and I heard about Advent Conspiracy, I knew what ministry we were going to support. So one of the ministries we're going to support uh, the month of December, as you prepare to give in this month coming up, we're going to buy them a brand new van. How many of you are game for that? 
How many of you want them to come back and double in size and bring 20 women next time? Well, the only way for that to happen is if we have to buy them another van. They're limited on their space. They're limited with just having one van, and they're building more buildings out there, uh, more dormitories. But we can be a part of this. We can be a part of change lives. So we thank uh, the, the Janowick Department of Art that came and designed us. I said, I need a van that I want to color each week, and we're going to start at zero dollars. But we want to come, and each week we want to give you updates as to, we're going to get beyond this. uh, I hope you know that, right? You've given over $20,000, $25,000. So this just should not be a problem. We might add a trailer over here or something and just keep going and going and going. We'll see what happens. But we just want to obviously start here, and uh, we're so grateful for this. So stand with me this morning. I want to pray over you. I want to dismiss you in just a moment. if, if you have three or more kids, if you don't mind dismissing yourself, we have gone over just a little bit, and uh, we, we always want to give our kids that, the benefit of being picked up sooner than later. I hope your life has been touched this morning. I hope you're encouraged. How many of you are excited about serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? How many of you know you have purpose today? You have the joy of the Lord today. You have the peace that passes understanding. You have salvation eternal. We, have a, we are the chosen people of God, a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We have been called out of darkness to proclaim the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. So are we going to keep shining for Jesus? Absolutely. Are we going to keep serving? Yes. Are we going to keep giving? We are going to keep giving. It's not going to stop. It's not going to end. So, Lord, I just pray that you will just bless each one. I thank you for those who have joined online to be a part of this service. And, God, if they're online, if they're dealing with substance abuse, if they're broken inside, if they heard these words or these testimony and they said, that's me, I don't think God would ever love me. I pray right now in their bedroom, kitchen, patio, wherever they're at, you will touch them, Jesus that you will break their bondage and their life, and they will accept Jesus Christ into their heart. God, I pray, Lord, that you will touch all of our hearts today, that you will speak to us. Help us, Lord, to be a part of what you're doing. Help us, Lord Jesus, to, to proclaim the truth that has come into our life, the love that has been poured out in us. Jesus, we are all sinners. Every one of us did not deserve mercy. Nobody here earned your grace. Just because I never did drugs doesn't mean, oh, I I have a special path to Jesus. Oh, no. I am a sinner. I didn't deserve to be forgiven. I didn't deserve to be cleansed. I don't deserve an eternity with Almighty God. But Jesus, you said, I love you, and I do forgive you, and I'm preparing a place for you. So, Lord, may we be humbled this morning. May we be humbled by the ministry that's been presented to us. And, God, I pray that you will just speak to our hearts. Help us to be givers. Help us to be your servants. And I pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us online. We will see you next week. But if you're here today...